1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Do you have a hard time determining when your water reservoir is about to run out? Then consider the bladder alarm. This revolutionary device inserts microplastic sensors into your drinking water. Not only will they send a loud warning when your water is almost empty, they happen to be easily digestible like all plastic materials. So when you're about to run out, bladder alarm will give you a shout. Check it out at backpackingandblisters.com. What's going on, Backpacking and Blisters family? This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who still, yes, he will use the licorice as a straw, but also somehow as floss with his gappy teeth, Carl Mandrioli. What's going on? <laughs> floss Big again. Man. How many times can I do floss? I'm going to keep it coming. <laughs> Every other episode, basically. So with me today is Derek Somerville. He's a man who hates peer pressure, and he thinks you should too, or you're a fool. Uh, I thought you were gonna go like I thought you were gonna say like jump off of a pier or something. No, because like you're peer pressuring them to hate peer pressure. Wah, it's okay. Wah, it's all right. Wah. You know, I'll explain it after. If you have to explain it, yeah, you shouldn't do it. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, I, I'm only explaining it to you, not to everybody else out there. L- l- okay, well, let's talk about explanations. Are you are you going like low low effort now with your kind of you know the video prep? Like for YouTube, his backdrop now is a wall with a partial picture in a hallway. That is a, a a picture of uh, Antarctica. That my head's in the way. Okay, that's your it's cover. Your head's covering it. Doesn't you like matter. that? Uh, yeah, it was an uh, an iceberg that I kayaked over by. So there you go. Okay, something real, not right. not fake yeah. like the wood behind you. Okay. My question wasn't what is that a picture of. It was are you putting less and less effort into the YouTube production? That was my question. I'm trying. Okay. I, well, you, you know what? Does it? Ha- hey, does it have wrinkles? No, it doesn't have wrinkles. <laughs> All That's right. a step up. Uh, you did not make the interview with Kyle Hates Hiking this episode. No. And let's be honest, if you did make the interview, like right away, even if I told you not to, what, what question would you ask? What question would uh, I why, ask? Why do you hate hiking? Why do you hate hiking, Kyle? Is that what I would? Is that, that's original. That's original. Exactly. Uh, exactly. I would have been like, Derek, no, I told you specifically no. not to ask that question. Look, I'm going to, I would have I twisted the screws. I would have turned them. I would have made it really uncomfortable for you, and that's that's what I'm sad about, really. Um, right. No, this was a good All interview. Right. This was a lot of. He's a he's a fun guy, and oh, yeah. um, that sounds really general and like wah wah. But he is. He sounds like no a no no. Guy. We got into it. We got into some good stuff. I, I kind of picked apart a couple of his videos, and we just dug in. And he was not shy. He he yeah, came right back. I like that. And he obviously knows what he's talking about. Yeah, so and I got we, some critiques on for both of you guys um, that okay, I, I, I need Thank to. You comment on later so we'll get we'll get to that not surprising no uh yeah definitely some interesting takeaways here but first we got our bible verse of the episode first john 2 9 anyone who claims to be in the light but hates a brother or sister is still in the darkness Mm, get out of that dark girl get out of that hates hates being the key word there is it okay to 
to hate other things though, like 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 hiking, or in your case, like hard work. Let that awkward pause ring out. Um, I think you've expressed your hatred for more things, uh, aka okay. aquaclips, aka yep. uh, buffs. Yep. I'm gonna even throw Nalgene's in there, even though you no, said. No, I don't. I don't mind the buffs. I hate the price point. Okay. All right. Yeah, Nalgene's again. I like Nalgene's, just not a backpack drink. Semi, semi hate, semi hate. Or driving in the car and trying to drink. And are you becoming like a grumpy old man? Then is it like? Yeah, I kind of. You just like hate everything and everything. Yeah, I hate a lot of stuff. I'm sorry. I hate facial hair. I hate hair on my head. You know, like I get it. It's fine. I hate shoulders that feel good. I don't know. (laughs) Jeez. All right. Well, okay. So I'm asking your permission. I guess is the question. Then is it is it okay to hate these other things that are not related to to people? I guess so, Carl. I don't know. No, I mean you don't want to. I mean I think hate in the heart just leads to a miserable time in your life yeah. so i mean the more you can forget right. more you can get rid of it then the better right yeah hate in the heart i don't know that either hate. of us get described that way ever so um <laughs> i hope not Jeez. but we'll, we're gonna talk about yeah kind of the origin story behind kyle hates hiking and yes. uh he's i mean he you know it's kind of we're kind of late in the game to talk origin stories he's pretty big time he's 100k subscribers at this point mm. but hmm. So we're like right behind him with what, like seven fifty? What do we got now? Yeah, we're getting like there. Right, we're getting there. Right on his heels. <laughs> Watch out! Yeah. Watch out! Watch out! Yeah. If you if you are new to our channel because you're a fan of Kyle and you just want to um, give some love or some charity, some charity subscriptions here, we will Ooh. take all those. So smash and a click. It's yeah. all it takes. Yeah, for sure. That, yeah. All right. Without further ado, here is Kyle Hates Hiking. Do it. Hello, I'm here with Kyle O'Grady, and I am here to talk backpacking with somebody who deems himself Kyle Hates Hiking. On the screen, for those watching, Kyle Hates Your Mom. Uh, he's also Trail Tales podcast host. you got a lot going on, man. How's it going? It's going good. Um, thank you for having me. I love, uh, yeah. I love doing podcasts, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun. It's going to be fun. So now, okay, so full disclosure, I did note to you that you're now on another podcast that's family-friendly. I put that in the email to you, and I put a little smiley face next to it. I'm not sure if that helps, but like, how did you find yourself another family f- friendly podcast? I don't know. I just say yes too much. I think. Okay. <laughs> so here I am. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I'll hold back. No, okay. no bad words. And if I do drop any accidentally, no one's going to hear them because. Carl's going to do a good job editing. I am. And I, and I thought about sending you like a thesaurus ahead of time in case you needed to th- think of alternative <laughs> words. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a bad idea, honestly. Yeah. Just be like, well, hang on a idea. second. Like, I got a thought. Let me look up a word real quick. Yeah. Uh, that'd be a little awkward, actually. All right. So, I ha- so I'm sure you've been asked about your channel name a bunch. And so here's my question to you is when you came up with the YouTube channel, child, uh, channel Kyle Hates Hiking, at the time you're coming up with this and you're kind of like creating the channel, did you realize that you're building in a question or questions that you probably have gotten like 1 million times? <laughs> that's, that's actually a really funny question. Um, I did not think about that. I didn't even think about the possibility that anyone would care about anything I have to say. So no, I was not considering that. I, okay. I literally kind of stole it from not exactly, but there was a kid that went to my college who I didn't even know him, honestly. I can't even remember his name, but I just happened to see his Instagram. Like we had some mutual friends or something. Okay. And his Instagram handle was like, whatever his name is, hates the outdoors. Oh, he was like okay. an out and club kid. Yeah. And I saw that and I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. And then so like a year later, like after I'd graduated, 
when I was trying to think of a better Instagram handle, that's when I changed my Instagram to Kyle Hates Hiking. Okay. And then, you know, a couple of years after that, when I went to start the channel, that just seemed like the, uh, the natural fit for the name. Right. So it actually was my Instagram name before it was my YouTube channel for a long time, which is kind of funny. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's obviously, it's obviously working. Um, that plus the good content you're putting out. So, like typically when I when we have somebody from YouTube, I'm, I'm gonna I go back through a lot of their videos, the ones I've watched, the ones I'm interested in, and honestly, I had a really hard time picking out topics for this one because a lot of the topics that you choose, I don't know if you're just really good at you know coming up with titles or if you just find the topics that are kind of just hitting the sweet spot. But there's just like look like you know video after video, I'm like I want to know about that, I want to know about that, and so you just have like a variety of things on your channel, and to me, they're all amazing and interesting. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think like I think it's really important for people that are like trying to take content seriously to like be trying new things. Like mm-hmm. it's good to have like a established like style of video that like you know will do well and you know that people want to see. Right. And you know, you can do a lot of that, but also I think it's good to just like try new things. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of time they're not going to work out, but every now and then you'll find one that does and right. you're going to push your channel forward because of that. So I've always like tried to kind of mix it up. Um, I do, I, I put out a lot of content, so it does kind of look like a lot of it is the same or, or not the same, but you know, just similar because a lot of it is honestly, but yeah. I just put out so much that like, there is a lot of different things thrown in there. Um, mm. Most of which is terrible. You had some very kind things to say, but yeah. it's pretty bad. Pretty much all of it. Yeah, I, I imagine somebody with a hundred thousand subscribers probably puts a lot of bad stuff out there, right? <laughs> I don't think so. But that's interesting because, because yeah, for me, I'm okay to take, you know, risks and put out completely different thoughts and episodes. We had like a trivia game show a couple weeks ago, and I had no idea if that was going to do well or tank. That's or fun. You should have invited yeah. me, dude. That'd be fun. As, yeah. Be, well, you'd be, be on. The, yeah, you'd be on the uh, the celebrity edition. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So the so, easier version is what you're saying. That'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. They are easier, aren't they? The celebrity ones. That's so funny. I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I don't know. I asked some pretty easy questions that went unanswered, and get, then got like anger towards the question. Like, how are we supposed to know a trail called like the Ice Age Trail? How are we supposed to know that? I'm like, everybody knows the Ice Age Trail. Ask they? me one of the questions. Do you remember any of them? I don't want to just recap your other episodes. Oh my gosh, you're putting me like on the trivia. spot. Yeah, that's a good question. So, okay, what, what did we have there? We had, okay, I can ask you a ridiculous question that my co-host came up with, which was like, okay. name two freeze-dried companies that start with the letter P. Um, Peak Refuel. Yep. And ding, ding, ding. I don't know. I can't think of another one. Yeah, and that's what happened. We had one person get one, second person. It's called Moochers Mayhem, so they could like mooch off the first person. They didn't know, and then, then the third person had time to think about it, and then got it, and it was uh, Packet Gourmet. Oh, Packet! So, oh, that's a good. One. I've never actually yeah. had their stuff before, but yeah, that's a. It's, it's legit, man. That's it's a good legit. question. That sounds. That yeah. sounds like that's a, not a good question. That's that, that's too like obscure. <laughs> so yeah, I would ask questions. So my question, like on the Ice Age Trail, was something like, um, name a famous Midwestern long trail that's also is named after a movie or something like that. Oh, so that that was the Ice Age one. I don't know if I would have gotten that one to be honest. Or what's the long trail in Colorado called? Colorado Trail. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. But not everybody's from Colorado, so that's why it might be hard for them. So, <laughs> all right, I'm going to put you down as a possibility for our next trivia Dude, game I'm show. Down. That sounds so fun. All right, celebrity edition. But what you anyway, what you were just talking about, though, was really interesting. So you're not afraid to take risks. I actually challenged somebody on this podcast about, like, you're so – I'm not going to name names, 
but it's like something similar to like San, Stan Bexter, if you know who I'm talking <laughs> about. And uh, I, and he was like so concerned about the titles, and he just every video he's just he he's just so motivated to make it the best video. And I was like, and so he had put out a, a different kind of video recently on the on like the backstory behind Sawyer, and I was like, is it okay to have a video tank? as long as you're just trying something new or you're getting a different kind of message out there. And so for him, I don't, I think he was not as excited about that, but it sounds like you'd be willing to, to take that risk. Is that accurate? Um, yeah, but it's a calculated risk too. You know, it's okay. not like I'm just totally out of left field. Like I'll, I'll, I'll think about it quite a bit, um, and try to make sure it's related and we'll certainly put a lot of thought into like, I'm not, I'm not just going to do it with zero idea whether or not it's going to, well, Actually, now that I say that, maybe sometimes, but it's it's a calculated risk, I think, is okay. what I'll go back to there. It's, it's is the best way to uh, to say it. And a lot of the time they don't work out, but every now and then they do work out, man. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be at almost 100,000 subscribers as of the time of this recording if I hadn't taken a lot of those a lot of those risks. So it's it's calculated. So let's go down this road a little bit farther. So most of your, you know, your content is about like, like backpacking stories, like your through hike of the PCT last year, you have a lot of, you know, backpacking tips and gear, but then you also go down some other roads like, yeah, I don't know, stories or interesting things from the trail. So what if you went something, so you did something different and you went more like survival mode. So it's still outdoors and you're like, okay, I'm going to make a video called like, can I build a successful backcountry shelter? (laughs) <laughs> okay so it's it's like still like outdoors it's still kind of on brand yeah. but it's not quite the same thing would that be something that you would do um i don't know about that one specifically because i don't know anything about like survival or bushcraft or anything and i'm that's not gonna makes it fun that's why actually fun. that's that's true now that now that you, yeah you're actually right like it, it would all depend on how i framed it. i couldn't frame it as as in like oh if you want to learn this watch this video because nobody's gonna learn from it because i don't know how to do it but if i framed it as like oh watch this idiot try to build this thing he has no idea how to make <laughs> then that could uh, so i, I get what right. you're saying there actually um yeah i, that's I what don't our know podcast is all about is us just talking about things be like really <laughs> is that really true <laughs> and that's why it's fun um yeah. i don't know maybe um if anything i think maybe i don't have any plans for this at the moment but like maybe i could go more down the route of like just regular like camping like going and camping in a cool place and like I don't know. That sounds boring now that I think about it, like setting up like a cool camp, <laughs> cooking some stuff uh, over the fire. Yeah. I don't know, though. I haven't really put too much thought into it. The thing is, like, I'm a thorough hiker, dude. Like, I'm a hiking nerd. Like, this is what I live and breathe and have for many years, even before I started making content. So I think right. eventually I would like to, I don't want to say transition away from that because I, I, that is just who I am. So that's never going to go away. But like, try some other stuff too, certainly. But for now, it's like, man, I'm just a I've had like other YouTubers that are like bigger than me, like tell me I should like try some other stuff. And I'm just like, man, like I just I'm a hiking nerd. Like, I don't know. I don't really know what else to do. Like, this is right. And I still think there's a lot of potential within that that niche, too. Oh, yeah. I think there's like I have a whole list of ideas. A lot of them probably aren't very good but there's there's entire things that i haven't even tried yet right um there's there's a lot there but i think eventually i would i would try some other outdoor adjacent camping adjacent maybe kind of stuff yeah well if you ever want to bounce i'm the ideas guy you ever want to bounce ideas off 
Okay, we, cool. we can go back and forth. Good I thought I have a million ideas, just not the time to, to pull them off. I, I ran, so we had a, somebody who was on alone on a few years ago. He was a, he was a winner on that show, and I was like trying to convince him that we should do like an, another documentary, but instead of just like sitting there, you're just like literally sitting one spot. What if it's like a through hiking alone where you got to like hunt and get your food and build your shelter <laughs> as you're going point A to point B, but just do it in the summertime when you can actually find food and stuff. Yeah. And so um, he was like kind of into that, but it never happened. So anyway, <laughs> Bummer. yeah. All right. So one of your recent videos you you have out is called something along the lines of like seven terrible gear mistakes. Every backpacker or every new backpacker makes. And, <laughs> You already laughed. It's always so weird hearing my titles read out loud. Like, yeah. That. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's like, it's a good. It's a t- that's like the one of the ones that first ones I clicked on when I was like, which which should I have this show about? So, uh, have you got some good feedback on on your thoughts on those? Yeah, definitely. Like, okay. it's always fun when I do those videos too, because then, honestly, like a lot of beginners will watch it and stuff, and hopefully they can get some information from it. But a good portion of the people that watch those videos that are explicitly directed towards beginners in the title are actually people that are just as experienced as I am, you know, and watch it because they want to like kind of leave their input too. Um, And so it's kind of interesting, like the feedback you get, like for every, Oh, thank you for posting this. I learned something you get like a, Mm -hmm. Oh, these are good tips or, Oh, you should have included this one or, or feedback like that. It's, it's, it's really kind of interesting and, and and I like it honestly, because a lot of the time okay. I'll get ideas for videos um, from people leaving comments too, which is always oh. nice. Um, Cause it makes, it makes my job easier. And, and honestly, they just, there's a lot of people that watch my videos that have a lot of very good stuff, stuff to say, have a lot of experience. Okay. So it's a, uh, yeah, it's fun. That, that video, I think that, that was my most, was that my, yeah, I think that was my most recent video. Um, I think it's 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 a uh, it's doing yeah. pretty well. Well, okay. So if you're getting ideas from listeners, I'll have to start commenting more on your videos and put down like, "I love this video about tents." What if you made your own backcountry shelter and then just kind of start planting seeds that way? Yeah, just working just in planting seeds, just, just working in. I mean, like not that. obsessive, just you know, like five or six comments a day, nothing big. So we'll go. I'll start with that. Okay, so yeah, we I, honestly one of our most popular or most downloaded episodes was one we put out a few years ago called Eight Rookie Mistakes You Might Be Making." And I think it's hitting on what you were just saying, where people that are not, they're like, they're already experienced. They're not newbies. I think that there's like a secret, like I should, I should listen to this or I should watch this just to make sure I'm not making these mistakes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, definitely. I was going to say that too, actually. And then I got sidetracked. Like there's definitely a lot of that too. When people watch those videos, cause, cause I do that sometimes when I see those titles, I'm like, I've, I've hiked like, you know, thousands of miles at this point and I'll see like a three beginner backpack mistakes and i'll be like, <laughs> like secretly like looking over my shoulder like i, I know, sure I know. I'm, I'm not making I'm a pro <laughs> i can't be making these mistakes so i picked out i don't know if i picked out all of them but i picked out i got a list basically and so i've got some i got i think i just got one that i have like a strong reaction to i have um okay. some that i got questions about like just kind of clarifying questions and then there's one that she had on there that like I, I think is your is the one where I've been saying this for years. I think this is the best one, and I think that everybody should listen to this. And I think only about fifty percent of the people are actually doing this. And so, do you want to start? Do you want to start where we okay. agree, where we might disagree, or where I might have like a strong reaction? We gotta we gotta start where we agree, okay. and then we'll build up. We'll right. we'll build up to. It. This was the the most recent one you're talking about. Yeah, and so by the time this is released, it might might not be your most recent video, but oh oh yeah, yeah. but 
for the time being. For the time I'm, being, I'm it, it's trying fresh. Trying to see if I still have my notes on it, but I don't think I'll, I, I can remind I you. I'm just I'll talk about you. Once I start talking about it, you'll probably remember it. So the one that I think was your best tip. Okay. And you had really good reasons too. Actually, probably better reasons than I did um, when I've when I've shared about it on the podcast. Is you say to use water bottles instead of a water reservoir? Well done, my friend. Well yeah, done. yeah. It's so true. And like, well, I mean, of course, it's there's some people out there that that prefer the reservoir, but I think generally speaking, it's definitely more common for people to be taking you know these right here the 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 plastic smart water bottles. Right. Right. Um. Because, like, I mean, I can go through the reasons real quick. Yeah, if you remember, go for it. Yeah, like, the first the first couple of backpacking trips I ever did, I had a reservoir. Because I feel like, intuitively, a lot of new backpackers think that that's what, what they should be doing. Because it's, oh, it's so convenient. It's right there. I don't have to right. reach for my bottle or whatever. Um, I did that my first couple trips, and it leaked and soaked my sleeping bag. Right. Um, fortunately, right. it was summer, so it wasn't, like, a huge deal or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't freeze or anything, but... Um, it could have been a lot bigger of a deal. And of course, there's probably a lot of incompetence there on my part as well. So <laughs> no, it's not... they leak, man. They, I've, I've seen the leak on everybody. That's just I saw comments on that video. Like people were saying the same thing happened to them. Yeah. Um, so that's a big reason. Second of all, it's just inconvenient mm-hmm. because you have to basically dig through your pack every time you want to fill it up. Right. And that's that's super inconvenient. And then honestly, maybe even the biggest reason Actually, the biggest reason is probably the leak risk. But another big reason is just because you it basically forces you to constantly be filling up, you know, your max water capacity. Right. And then drinking it down. Right. Which might not sound like a big deal if you're, you know, on on the surface level, at least. But when you're hiking in an area that has lots of water, you can actually be pretty choosy with how mm. much water you carry you have to be safe about it obviously right. and if you're not sure if you're new you should definitely err on the side of caution and bring a little bit more mm-hmm. but like eventually you'll get pretty good at judging how much water you're going to need and you'll be able to look at the sources ahead of you and you'll be able to basically calculate exactly how much you're gonna be able to bring without carrying a bunch of extra weight because water is very heavy and when you have a reservoir you just you have to just fill it up all the way yeah you know and then just drink it down and so you're going to be carrying more weight as a result. So I I do like them for day hikes and for like trail running and stuff Mm -hmm. um, when weight isn't really a concern, but for backpacking, it's no good. Yeah. I'm with you. And and I'm the same, same with you. So for full disclosure, I use them frequently. Like I'm using them uh, probably three to four times a week with, you know, mountain biking or trail running or going on day hikes, but for backpacking, I do not. And I, and furthermore, if you look at, uh, yeah, the convenience of just trying to filter directly into the reservoir for people that oh, try to yeah, do that. Oh yeah, I didn't even mention yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's annoying. A, that's a, uh, the, a lightweight one typically weighs five ounces versus that smart water bottle you just showed weighs less than an ounce. So you're, you're adding a quarter pound needlessly to your pack. And then you mentioned the video also that um, you don't know how much water you have left. So it's kind of a guessing game. Like, am I almost out or is the hose pinched? Like, I don't know. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, yeah, I think it's terrible. And then my number one complaint about it actually is that anytime I put my backpack down, no matter how I put it down, no matter how careful I am, that bite valve is going into the dirt every single time. And I don't oh, know how, yeah. good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so, well, we had different reasons, but same, same outcome. I'm 100% yeah. with you on that one. Um, okay. So I got a couple of questions. One of your tips was you need to make sure that you know your gear, like test it out, like set up your tent, all that stuff. All right. Which hundred percent makes sense. 
But then you threw in the phrase like test out your sleeping bag. And so I was trying to figure out like how do you test out your sleeping bag? Like are you are you going outside like camping out in your backyard to test this thing out? Or like how do you do that? Did I say that? Really? It was like a little yeah, I think so. I probably just said it off the top of my head, honestly. <laughs> okay. I should know um, if you had like a strategy because I don't know how to test out a sleeping bag. Test out a sleeping bag. I mean, you could always like go and just like set up something in your backyard mm-hmm. and like test it out, which sounds ridiculous. And if you're only going for like a short backpacking trip, then maybe that's a little overkill. But yeah. like if you're going to go for a through hike, as ridiculous as that sounds, as weird of looks you're going to get from your neighbors, um, <laughs> it's, it's not the worst idea, especially okay. if it's going to be cold, too. Yeah. I guess I guess you could also just go for like a a shakedown hike You're and right, that would also right, right, serve right. the purpose probably better but okay. for some people that's not possible so right it's better than nothing for sure okay. yeah for sure right. although I, I i feel like i don't even remember saying that to be honest i probably just like threw that out there um okay. i i stand by it but it's probably not the most like i wouldn't like overthink it too much for anybody right. listening like don't, don't worry you don't have to go sleep in your backyard <laughs> with your sleeping bag like you will be fine if you don't do that but it's just yeah. it's an option well if you're willing to own some of these comments and not even remember saying them i could just start making up stuff and <laughs> yeah shoot i should <laughs> make this really controversial here <laughs> i should have been more definitive in my answer there huh? <laughs> that's right I, I got another one uh, this one was about not choosing or let's see it was like not choosing efficiency when choosing your gear so you're just choosing gear over efficiency and so we kind of mentioned that with like the, I don't know, you could make the case of that with the water bottles too and the filtering and that kind of yeah. stuff. Um, and so here's, here's my question. Cause this is something that I struggle with. I go back and forth on this particular piece of gear all the time. So I don't know where, where you stand and how you view this in, in regard to efficiency. Okay. All right. Where do you stand with trekking poles? Um, I like trekking poles for when I'm backpacking, when I'm day hiking, I usually don't bring them anymore. Okay. Um, but w- when I have weight on my back, I, I like trekking poles. and i don't know where you stand i think in terms of efficiency i think they help me because when i'm going a lot of people talk about the benefits of trekking poles when you're going downhill which are great but honestly i find that when i'm going uphill they help me even more because Mm -hmm. i just like you can get some like leverage out of your upper body to kind of help you like help propel yourself uphill which i think makes things more efficient um i think it helps me like keep a, a, a what's the best way to say it's like a a constant a steady stride i guess if that makes sense just like yeah. without tripping up as much um and so i think they help keep me efficient <laughs> okay all right so, so i'm going to take this so this is kind of like where our show goes we go down different okay. different rabbit holes here so i think that i mean it's been shown like they're going to make you more efficient as a hiker 100 percent. but when you're talking about gear efficiency and like you know having things handy like in your pockets and just the way you function on the trail if i want to grab my water bottle if i want to put my trekking poles down when i'm taking a break if i want to do anything with my hands now i've got these poles in the way and so sometimes i'll just let let them dangle off my arms and now they're dragging yeah um that doesn't bother you honestly it doesn't really bother me that much but that's a good point i never really thought about that to be honest with you actually i have thought about it the 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 example that gets me the most Mm -hmm. is when i go to grab my camera actually because i i I, i'm hiking i have my camera on my on my shoulder strap yeah and that's the time it bothers me the most, for sure. Because okay. if you're uh, taking video, it's like clank, clank, clank in the background, right? Yeah, or it's just it's just annoying to take my. I I I also like am very pro trekking pole uh, hand strap, which okay. some people aren't. So I right. but I always use my uh, the straps on my trekking pole. So if I go to grab my camera, I have to like take out 
take my hand out of the strap okay and then like hold both poles with the other hand right well i'm and then if i'm trying to film something in front of me i'm still like holding the poles while i'm holding the camera so it's kind of inconvenient but overall like i think the the benefits greatly outweigh the uh the the inconvenience i guess um okay and i've always thought that it'd be nice to have some sort of gear and i i think i saw this on instagram not too long ago i think it was on garage grown gear or something somebody's actually doing this now but i've always wished that there was some sort of little loop or clip that i could like attach to my backpack where Mm -hmm. i could just take my trekking poles and just like quickly just like you know like like uh clip them in or something yeah like a sheath yeah and so then i could have both my hands free for a second and then i could just quickly grab them like easy um Mm -hmm. efficient and I'm pretty sure I don't remember what the name of the the gear was, but I think it was a magnet actually, something oh. like that. Yeah. Like you put a little magnet on your backpack and on the trekking poles, and then you can just like quickly, you know, stow them like that. Right, right. Which is a good idea. I've always wanted that. Ever since I started filming my hikes, okay. I've always wanted that. So I might have to look into that. So that All would right. help a little bit with the efficiency thing. But you know. I'm gonna make a prediction right now that the company that's going to come out with that is going to be mystery ranch backpacks. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them. No, I think it was like a small startup kind of thing. Okay. If I recall. Yeah. They don't have ultralight backpacks or anything, but, um, they were the ones that incorporated the, the big pockets like that the running vests have, and they have that those in your, on their backpacks and running vests already have the clips you're describing. They have like little loops that you can clip, um, your trekking poles onto. So they kind of sit on your shoulder straps oh, just right, right here. Really? I'm, yeah. I'm not familiar with that to be honest. Yeah. They're really, they're really convenient. And, um, so I'm sure, and, and honestly they don't weigh like hardly anything. So it wouldn't be a big addition to the pack. And so I, yeah. So Mr. Ranch is the one that's kind of incorporating some of that technology. So I, I'm going to predict they're going to have that. In fact, if I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah. So definitely. I like that. I like what, yeah. Inventions. Nice, man. That's good thinking. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, okay. So you mentioned one thing that I, I honestly haven't heard before, so I might be behind the times, Okay. but you said you like having like the, like the strap handle on your trekking pole, but not everybody likes that. Like that's some people get rid of it or just, they buy poles without that. Like what's, what's the thought behind that? Or they just don't use them. I don't know. I would feel naked not using the straps on my trekking poles (laughs) like i i use them right a lot of people will put their hands through the loop but they'll put it through the wrong way like which i've been told that i do it the wrong way by some people i think the way i do it is right i i just like i'm trying to think of the best way to describe this basically you just put your hand up through the loop yeah um but some people will go down and then kind of turn it like i don't know but the way that i do it, it you get leverage with the strap so you actually don't even and I probably you know preach into the choir here, but like you don't even really have to grip the pole that hard to get right. the leverage, especially going uphill. And right. so I like that, but some people don't don't use them. They don't okay. use the straps. Like Flossie, my my uh, hiking partner, he uh, he doesn't use the straps. He I think one of the straps broke one time, and so he just cut the other one off. And he was like, I don't even care. And okay. versus me, one of my straps broke once and I was super mad. I was like, right. I was so mad. Cause like, I, I just need the strap. So I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that don't use the straps. So maybe they can uh, <laughs> tell us we're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Hopefully we'll get some feedback about that. I'm trying to think of the yeah, advantage, um, especially if you're, you know, crossing a stream or some sort of ice field or something and then like it sticks in and your momentum goes forward and you lose it like you know i've heard that some people some people say that you could like hurt yourself too if you were to fall and the strap could like 
break mm-hmm. your wrist or something. I've never, I'm not right. saying it's never happened, but I've never heard of that happening. That doesn't dissuade me right. at all. But when I've talked about that in a previous video, that was a comment that some people were saying, which I'm pretty sure they were just okay. looking for a reason to complain, honestly. But I guess theoretically it's possible. I'm sure it's happened to somebody. Right. Um, but I don't know. You can't play that game like like anything's theoretically yeah. possible, right? So so we talked about like the concept of sharing group gear in an episode a few years ago, and we talked about like okay, so we're, you know it, we can be collectively lighter weight because we have one stove or one water filter, we're sleeping in the same tent, whatever. And we had a, somebody come back with us like, well, what if your pack that has all the group gear like falls off a cliff <laughs> or goes down a river? I'm like, that doesn't ever happen. Like who's who does that happen to? Like it can happen, a hundred percent. But that's, I don't know. You're not just making up like fake scenarios. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> There's no way to prevent against every little circumstance like that. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so here's the one that I had a question about. All right, that, that's the one that I, okay, maybe not a question. The one you I just disagree okay, with. Okay, cool. Okay. And, and it could just be that we know different people or we've experienced different people or encountered them on the trail. But one of the biggest mistakes people make, gear mistakes, you said was stressing out about your gear. Like people are stressed out. <laughs> like, are these people whose lives are just so easy? They just backpacking gear like freaks them out. Like, what? What's the scenario? Here? I've had people, um, especially people that are prepping for like the AT, for instance, message me just with like paragraphs of text about like the right, <laughs> the exact right trail runners. And the exact right backpack and like, oh, if I bring this pack, is this little thing going to go wrong? And I'm not trying to be dismissive of that um, because, no, dude, there's there's people out there that get stressed out about their gear. I stand by that 100%. (sighs) Like, um, this one is mostly based off of the messages that I've gotten from people. And one thing I maybe I should have clarified in the video is, like I said there, I think this one is particularly true when it comes to people who are prepping for a long, long, long through hike. Um, Because, Mm, you know, there's a little bit more at stake there than if you're just prepping for like a weekend hike and you're just trying to, you know. In fact, it it probably, I, 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 now that you mentioned this, I can see, like, I kind of wish I'd clarified this in the video a little bit more. Um, Because I could see even the opposite being true for people who are just going out for like a short hike. Like, say they've never backpacked before, it's their first time, they're just going out for like two nights with a friend. They're, they're probably just like, ah, whatever, just throw whatever in the backpack. Yeah. There's no stress at all. So I could see that being the case. But when it comes to the long through hikes, and, and there's also people that do that for the long through hikes too. They don't care. But, um, right. I've gotten messages from people, yeah, that are like really stressing about it. And so I think, with that point, I was just trying to like drive home that like, look, it's good to be, um, it's it's good to put a lot of thought into your gear because, you know, it will keep you safe. You need it to keep you safe, mm-hmm. but also at the same time, it can go too far and it can get to the point where you're kind of wasting time thinking about things <laughs> too a much. Lot of time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and this right. this is probably just a small minority of people, but yeah, I mean, I get I get I get those messages sometimes. And so I think that was me trying to kind of speak to some of them. And then there's also just people who are just like really obsessed with gear and like, you know, maybe that's, maybe they're not through hikers and this is definitely a minority of people, but like maybe they're not through hikers. Maybe they are just weekenders that only get out a few times a year. And so like gear is their way to stay connected to the backpacking world when they're not actually able Mm -hmm. to get out there. And so they spend a lot of time researching gear and, maybe they yeah it's fun though right? and, and it's fun, fun and it's fun but 
when you go down that rabbit hole, you can also go a little bit too far and start stressing out about it. Okay. So I think that was kind of, man, I, I wish I could just record my monologue answering your question here and just insert that over yeah, what I said in, in the video. Because plug it I, in yeah you can have you can have you can have this video if you really want. that's so funny okay so okay point point taken because you're more plugged into the through hiking community than i am for sure and we have um quite a few folks that, that through hike that you know that are part of our community but the feedback i get is typically people are like excited about their gear to the point where they're packing you know two months beforehand they got all their gear laid out they're researching this they're researching that and so yeah so i guess uh, I'm trying to th process through what you just said there. I think that if you're, yeah, I don't know if you're like, if you're stressing out about your gear, my take not being as accomplished of a through hiker as you would be, aren't they using a lot of this stuff before the trip? I mean, especially you mentioned the shoes, like, you know, putting the shoes on the first or second time should not be the case when they're starting that, you know, the through hike, they should have, it should have like hundreds of miles on that same type of shoe. So they know like they're not going to get blisters hundreds of miles with, you know, pack weight on this and that uh, I get, you can't test like tents out in every condition or sleeping bags in every condition, but for the most part, there's a lot of things you can check out ahead of time. Yeah. I, I don't think it's super realistic for most people to be able to get hundreds of miles of experience before their first long through hike though. For training. You don't think so? No, no. I, I will tell you right now, 99, yeah, maybe a little bit less than that, but because okay. a lot of through hikers have also done previous through hikes, but for, well, for, for first time through hikers, we'll say um, most of them are not getting hundreds of miles of experience anecdotally based on my observations. Okay. It's this good is interesting. To, for sure. You should yeah. definitely get as much as you can, but like, right. like I, I had hundreds of miles of experience before my first long through hike, but like most people aren't doing that. This dude, there's people that have never backpacked a night in their life that go out there and right. hike the entire AT. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know that those people exist, but you're saying that there's like a lot of those people. Yeah, or people that have only done a couple nights. Um, again, I, I don't want to, okay. I, I use the 99. I'm going to take that back. I, I don't know the exact numbers, <laughs> you know. Um, okay. It's all just based off of my observation. But like, yeah, man, there's a lot of people that have never backpacked or have only done a little bit on a trip a couple of years ago, or maybe okay. went out for like two or three overnight shakedown hikes before um, people that don't have the ability to hike like more than 10 miles in a day when they first start out. Um, and so, you right. know, getting hundreds of miles of experience before they start isn't really practical. Um, there's, there's okay. quite a few, there's quite a few of those people. And, and again, um, the more experience you can get, the better, both with your right. gear and just in like physically, you know, training wise to make sure your body's oh, yeah. ready. But for a lot of people, okay. that's um, probably not practical. And I think a better way to say it is just not realistic as in, they're not going to do it even if they could. <laughs> so yeah, it's just kind of the well, way practical. I mean, we we've gone over in our show a number of times, like practical ways to get training and backpacking. And I go so far as to put a weight, put weights in a backpack and wear it to the grocery store, go grocery shopping. <laughs> and I know that not everybody's that self-confident enough, and I'm not even that self-confident myself, but um, there's ways is all I'm trying to say. Okay, I like I said, you're more plugged into that through my through hiking community, so maybe, so I'll defer to you on that one, but I just haven't known, 
know anybody that's gotten stressed out about their gear. In fact, our group that goes, our like typical like annual crew is so the opposite that we, you know, we've shown up without sleeping bags and sleeping pads <laughs> and pillows and just like, you know, like all you gotta do is cross off the gear list before you show up and it still goes missing. So we're Yeah, yeah. I think another I think another aspect of it too is um I think I think it's largely just based off of our different experiences. Like um I I can definitely see people being overwhelmed with the amount of information on YouTube because every backpacking channel is putting out gear videos, right? Every backpacking channel is putting out like, you need this backpack or like five pieces of gear you should never go hiking without and stuff. And and, and so like, there's just so much information. I feel like people sometimes get overwhelmed with it too. Oh yeah. Versus your friends probably don't care about stupid YouTubers like me. Like they're not watching (laughs) us. So they don't, they're like, whatever, I'll be fine. But there are, you know, there are people that, that definitely, you know, stressed. Maybe that's a bit of an, I definitely have gotten messages from people who are legitimately stressed about it, but maybe that's a bit of a, an overstatement. Like most of the time, maybe it's just people who are just overthinking it maybe is a better, gotcha. maybe that's, maybe that's what I, the word I should have used in the video. People who are just really overthinking it because there's just right. so many different options. And, and one thing that I've tried to do in my gear related videos is not always, but a lot of the time my gear advice is very general. I, I tend to stay away from specific gear items, like saying you need this mm-hmm. exact piece of gear um, right. sometimes I do when it's things that I really, really stand behind, especially if they're budget items too, or I know people aren't going to be breaking the bank if they get it. But, um, a lot of channels, right. and there's nothing wrong with this too, but just one thing I've tried to do is stay away from being like specifically like, this is the tent that you need. This is the backpack yeah, that you need. Right, right, right. And, and a lot of my gear videos are more like just general advice. Like, here's what you should look for in a backpacker. Here's what you should do with your gear rather than here's the exact piece of gear that you need. And I think, right. I, I hope that helps, you know. Yeah, because like people fit backpacks differently yeah. or they want something different out of yeah. tents or whatever. And everyone's gear preferences are different too. So so anyone who tells yeah. you, myself included, because I'll probably tell you this at some point, but <laughs> and I probably have, but anyone who tells you this is the perfect piece of gear, this is the absolute best piece of gear, um, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're not saying it literally. They mean, it's just a good piece of gear that you should consider getting, you know, which most people <laughs> understand that, up. but just to be clear yeah. for a few that maybe they maybe don't. Right. Well, one of the th- favorite things I've noticed about your channel though, is when you go back and you're like, Hey, and you're like scrolling through the internet, <laughs> like you're like almost like, like pseudo shopping online <laughs> in your video and you're like, yeah, it's so fun. Like and you're like, and you're just naturally reacting like, oh, check out this tent. How, oh, this costs eight hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> and then you have yeah. Anyway, so you're almost like going the opposite way where you're kind of poking fun at some of the, the you know the oh, high yeah, prices and some of the things. Yeah, I, I yeah. love just like sharing my screen and just like, just like trying to make jokes about gear, basically. <laughs> right. Yeah, I love it. I love it. That was I was cracking up. All right, so we hit, we had on a few of these, but if you want to get the rest of the seven terrible mistakes you might be making, so Kyle's got a video on that. Um, he had a couple other videos I just wanted to briefly touch on as well. It's, it's hard for me to skip over a video where you're talking about backpacking and the word cult <laughs> in the same sentence. And so you had one about like the Appalachian Trail cult. And I mean, okay, if you want to know about what this cult's all about or, or why they're on the Appalachian Trail, like like Kyle's video completely explains it. 
But um, but you okay? So this is me picking out a sentence of something that you said out of, out of your video, oh and then probably overanalyzing it. So, <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, okay. So so here's what you said: you're like, okay, there's there's a you know like a backpacking trail cult on the Appalachian Trail, and I knew that they were cult at a time. And then here's the key. But I decided to stay there anyway. Yeah. They had like a hostel or something. Okay, why did you decide to stay there anyway? Because um, it was kind of an experience, you know. Um, so I think it's important to give some context about what this group okay. is. So they're called the 12 Tribes. They don't just exist on the Appalachian Trail. They're, they're I think they're all over the world, actually. Um, on lots of trails. Other trails, just other places. Like I know they have a big group in Germany and like all over the place. Right. And they're like a, they're like a religious group group but they're not like a normal church that you would think of they're they're like a they're basically the cross between like a christian fundamentalist group and like a hippie commune like think like woodstock 69 or whatever like kind of vibes it's very bizarre um and so they have this hostel on the appalachian trail in rutland vermont and Mm -hmm. they also operate these delis across the country and world i think called the yellow deli and so, like, that's how they okay. make a lot of the money for the group. They have these, like, delis. And they have a hostel attached to the deli in Rutland. And it's free for hikers to stay there. And so that's kind of what draws a lot of people in to stay at the hostel. And right. so I had been to the deli once before I stayed there on a when I hiked the Long Trail. Because those two trails, Appalachian Trail and Long Trail, coincide through southern Vermont. And so I, like, had been in the building before... And I also just heard a lot of things, you know, from people talking. And when you say, like, it's a cult, it sounds just totally negative. But honestly, the reputation they have within the, the AT community is pretty mixed, actually. I would say it's mm-hmm. pro- just just based on my observation. It seems like it's maybe 60% bad, 40% good to be honest because because it's a lot of bad. Yeah, I know, but like for you'd think like if it's a Christian cult especially in these days like people would be like overwhelmingly bad. Um mm. but no, it, it's actually not all bad because they let hikers stay there for free. Their food's really good too. Um and a lot of people a lot of people like don't have like super bad things to say about them. It is kind of weird. Um and I've heard that, and actually in my video after I posted it, um, a lot of the comments were saying that I think the experience tends to be a little bit weirder for women maybe than men. Um, mm, okay. But when I stayed there, it really wasn't that bad. I was kind of hesitant to do it, but my friends wanted to. That was the main reason why. It, it wasn't my it wasn't my first choice, I'll say that. Um, okay. I'd also stayed at a hotel once in Rutland that was mm-hmm. awful, like, crackheads running around just like Mm. it's not the best town um i'm sure we could have found somewhere else that would have been fine but like i think options were somewhat limited as well as they often are when you're in town on a through hike and so my friends wanted to stay there and so i was like okay i'll go with them and i was like i'm just gonna not let them push anything on me you know i'll be i'll be Mm -hmm. courteous obviously but i'm not gonna like engage them with any conversations about because what they do is from my understanding anyways, because I didn't experience this, they didn't push anything on me when I was there to be totally clear. And that's the case for a lot of people too. But I think they do tend to like, maybe like the word I used in the video was prey on hikers, which might be a little extreme, but 
also not really. I think they kind of like look for P R E Y or A Y. Uh, P R E Y. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they they might okay. be looking for like someone who might be kind of open to like going out of town away to their little farm. Okay. You know, they'll they'll invite people oh, to I their see. farm. Basically, is what they do. Okay, and. You know, they're not going to kidnap you. Like, you're totally free to leave at any point. Right. They, they're not kidnapping people. That's not what I'm saying. Um, but okay. that's like a recruitment <laughs> tool, basically. And I think they'll kind of look okay. for, based on conversations I've had with other people, um, I think they will kind of look for hikers who might seem a little lost and might seem a little open to this kind of thing. So they see you, they see you roll up and you're saying that they're, you know, they see a confident guy, knows what he's doing. He's going to make it to the end of the trail. You're not their target. You're not their target exactly. audience. So exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. They were, they were very nice to me. Um, and the food was really good too. Yeah, Food. That's the, uh, okay. The that's the connection I had was when I was back in college, there was a, like a local cult and they had like very just beautiful people were part of their organization and they were always like hey why don't you come to you know this like sunday lunch or sunday dinner if here this is their line if nothing else come for the free food that was like the way they sucked you <laughs> in they got a ton of people all the time it's um, basically what they're doing with the hostel there you have to pay for the food but the the stay is free. yeah exactly yeah. Or, or, or you can leave a donation i think they ask for a donation but it's not like a the, the way I phrase it in the video, it's like profit was not their motive right. when it came to the hostel, which is a little bit weird, okay. you know. It sounds like your experience is better than mine. Like the one that I had was very high pressure and Ooh. like lots of phone calls, lots of like they use guilt tactics like, hey, I thought I thought you were excited about this. You know, like almost like, you know, guilting you into doing things like you said that you wanted to do this. And now like we put a lot of time and effort into this and you're you're backing out like like what are your reasons you know like do you even have a good oh, reason man. and so and you know as a younger person you're like i i don't know i'm just i just think this is bad and so anyway so that's why that's kind of why i struck a, a chord but full disclosure so i'm a christian not part of a christian cult um haven't kind of broken off into a different sect of things and uh yeah just non-denominational churchgoer so yeah not not for cults for sure um, but I just, I just, it, it, it hooked me. I was like, anti-cult. Glad we got it on. Yeah. Record. I don't, and you mentioned that you mentioned the other town that has some, some rough customers there. I'm not sure if you're selling some folks in the Appalachian trail at this point, but, um, I think most, <laughs> it's mostly safe, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Rutland, Rutland, Vermont's an interesting place. Uh, okay. I'm from Vermont. So Rutland to me, when I think of Rutland, I don't even think about it in terms of like a through hike, honestly, cause I've been there a lot just in normal life too. It doesn't have yeah. the best. It's not like a. It's not like that. Bad. Like it's not like a dangerous place or anything. It's just in terms okay. of like AT towns, it's right. it's a little bit. It's a little bit rough around the edges. I think is probably the best way to to put it. But when I stayed there the first time on my long trail through, like, dude, we we just picked the cheapest hotel in town, and like we got there, and it, it, I think I think the town had been basically paying for people that were you know down on their luck we'll say, um, to stay there. And mm. so there was guys just totally strung out. The, co the Someone tried to sell us an iPad that was very obviously stolen. Like we were just, oh, yeah. we were just walking into our room and there's like, hey, you guys want this iPad? We're like, no. And then they just <laughs> kind of scurried off. The cop showed up at one point. Um, it was it was a mess, dude. It was way sketchier uh, than, the, oh, than staying with 12 tribes, honestly. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. So beware some of those spots. Just kind of do your research. Yeah, if we had taken two seconds to look at the Google reviews, we would have easily okay. been able to avoid that. Right. Learned that lesson. Right. Okay. 
the last video I want to talk about, I think actually I already touched on this, so I'm going to skip over this one, but there was one you did on backpacking scams, which I just found really entertaining. We, we mentioned the, the tent thing and you kind of scrolling through. Um, so I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to jump right to, okay, this is kind of like a deeper dive into some questions I got to, to get to know you even a little bit better. So I've got three backpacking scenarios for you, and I just want to know how you'd respond. Okay, cool. That's right. fun. How do, how do you respond to these? I'm sure you've had a lot of crazy, interesting experiences, if you, as you've literally just described out on the trail. You've encountered lots of different folks. Uh, we're going to go one one by one, and this is just going to help us get to know you better. So, so number one, you get to make a video going backpacking with a celebrity. All right. <laughs> kind of like the Bear Grylls TV show, you know, like where he takes a celebrity and like kind of digs into their life. Yeah. But this is with you and this is just backpacking. This isn't like survival. You don't have to like eat animal carcasses or something like that or do stunts. <laughs> so, so who's your number one draft pick? Oh man, that's such a good question. Who do you want to dig into? You can have like oh, deep celebrity. level conversations. What's your, what's your definition of like a celebrity? Cause I don't really know that many like actual like a list kind yeah. of celebrities. Well, if you're thinking like um, am I a celebrity, like, yeah, I wouldn't count. <laughs> sorry. Well, there goes that answer. No, <laughs> I'm not going to um, be your number one pick. Uh, I was thinking like maybe out of the box, like, you know, talking like LeBron James yeah, or like an athlete or something. Um, yeah, it could be athlete, could be, you know, Brad Pitt. It could be, it's definitely not going to be a movie person. Maybe, maybe a comedian, probably, I don't know, dude, like, um, Jim, you know who Mark Norman does. He's a stand-up comedian. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, he's, I, he's not like an A-list celebrity, but you know, he's doing theaters and stuff every now and then. he's been on Rogan. Okay. Like he's, he's at like that level. So he's pretty famous. Maybe him. Okay. He'd probably hate me. Um, <laughs> why would he hate you? Are you, are you going to sit down next to him around the campfire and say, okay, entertain me. <laughs> that's, that's probably why you hate me. <laughs> or maybe a player okay. for the Bruins, um, Boston Bruins hockey, maybe Patrice okay. Bergeron or yeah. somebody, literally anybody on the Bruins. I'm a huge Bruins fan. So okay. maybe someone, someone there. Those are probably the two. Those are probably the two. I'd, or maybe maybe Joe Gatto from Impractical Jokers. Oh, Impractical Jokers. Yes, I've seen that show. Yeah, I love that show. Okay, <laughs> you could just pull off some some crazy stunts uh, out on the trail with some <laughs> some, some of that Dude, stuff. I've always wanted to do that. I feel like that would not go go down very well when you're miles away from any sort of civilization. Yeah, okay, yeah. Messing, like, pranking people in the woods. I don't think that would work, but. It that's what my next that's my next uh, backpacking trip this next july is all about is, is we're just gonna come up, i'm gonna come up with as many different pranks as possible i'm gonna try to film so we'll see how it goes but i can see you doing something like you know like they do they do the thing where it's like um you got to make it from the back of the grocery store to the front while having your hand on somebody the whole time like hand on a stranger and so, and so you got to make it a mile or so, i don't know like you just put your arm yeah. on a stranger like hey can you tell me where we're going here I could see something like that. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah, you could figure something out. Yeah. It'd be hard to film it, too. It'd be hard to set up a hidden camera in the middle of the woods. Right. It'd also just be creepy filming someone without them knowing in the middle of the woods. Like, the, I I don't think I could. It's a little different when you're in, like, a grocery store, I feel like. If you have the the bigger the camera you have, which I know doesn't go with backpacking, um, the more legit you look yeah, as far as filming goes. (laughs) Versus some little, like, GoPro. Yeah, that'd be be kind of weird. We brought some big cameras out there before, and people are like, what's going on here? Like, are we part of some production? I'm like, no, we're, we have five subscribers. You don't want to pay attention to us. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Funny. So, um, okay. Next one. Um, you're hiking a long trail and you've run out of food. All right. Like you're just out. You haven't planned well enough, whatever. Another backpacker approaches from the opposite direction and offers you some leftovers from a recent meal they've had with their local cult. <laughs> you just got to follow them back to the food. It's only a couple miles away. What do you do? How how long do I have before I get to town? My next town. Oh my gosh. Um, 
I, I think you got it. We'll say a day. So you can make it, but it's going to be a struggle. I'll I'll definitely just suck it up and, and hike out because okay. I hate leftovers to begin with. <laughs> so It's not the goal. It's the leftovers. It's more the leftovers, to be honest. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I think I just send it. If it's a couple, right. if it's like longer than that, like before I get out, then maybe I'd have to make some tougher decisions, but right. I can make it a day, I think. Yeah. Well, I can give you some tips on how to beg on the trail. <laughs> Cause I've definitely run short on food. When I was on the Jamir trail, I, uh, we, we ran like, I don't know that I ran short. I, like I planned well, it was just like halfway through my, my hunger just started to spike like out of nowhere. That'll happen. And I wasn't, yeah. And it was like after our last food drop. So I was like, uh, okay, I got to figure out a way to get more food, but, um, yeah, begging work. But anyway, our last one, you're out on the trail and you're convinced that you just saw a Bigfoot. Okay. <laughs> Is it time to start making videos about Bigfoot hunting? No. No. I'm so against Bigfoot, it's ridiculous. Like like, like you don't believe in him or you're against him as a creature? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't believe in him. Okay. But I guess the but then again, I guess the the premise of the question was you're convinced that you... So I saw something that was so compelling that yeah. I had to go back on that belief. So that's kind of a cop-out answer. So if I was convinced that I saw Bigfoot, then I guess I would have to talk about it. I would have to. Yeah, I would have to make a video about it. Well, but pe- here's my issue is, is people don't just do that. They don't just make one video about it. Like anybody who thinks they've seen Bigfoot, <laughs> they devote their lives to it. It's like... That's a good point. I, I've talked to people. I'm like, okay, let's say you know, I've been out on a run talking to a buddy. I'm like, let's say we just saw a Bigfoot right over there great like interesting good conversational topic do i have to devote my life to it like really is that a like a requirement <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good, that's funny okay yeah i know that's a good point i tend to avoid bigfoot things as much as possible it's kind of funny now that i'm like making these like hiking mystery videos yeah i'm starting to get people coming in being like oh this person disappeared because of like bigfoot or whatever <laughs> and i'm just like man nah right. like right nah yeah okay yeah well, if you're yeah, if you're gonna keep on going down that road, at some point you're gonna hit a Bigfoot um, type video, I imagine, or or maybe like a, a Bigfoot debunking video. But uh, it would be yeah, it would be like a parody yeah, if anything. Yeah. That would be pretty yeah. funny. We we did a version of that. We had um, a few years ago. We were in Olympic National Park, like Bigfoot hunting, and um, one of the guys, unbeknownst <laughs> to the rest of the group, bought a Bigfoot costume and hiked it in, and then yeah, it was pretty fun. So <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah dude, we yeah. had yeah, we had a lot of fun with that. So. Uh, all right, so man, appreciate you playing along with those questions. Um, I think we've covered a lot of ground here. So, all right, I know yeah. we've mentioned Kyle hates Kyle hates hiking, and we've mentioned your YouTube. Um, uh, can you tell us about your podcast or anything else you have coming up, or anything we can look forward to, or where we can find you? Like, this is your chance to share your stuff. Do the plugs, yeah. So YouTube, if you just type in Kyle hates hiking, you'll find it. Um, I have a podcast called Trail Tales, where the I popular just, one. It's relatively popular i appreciate that like um yeah yeah i just interview a lot of through hikers but also also uh you know non-through hikers too we cover mm-hmm. shorter trails that not as many people know about we cover the long trails the at pct cdt plenty as well i do some fun episodes we have some reoccurring guests where we'll do like goofy like we had one recently where we played around with chat gpt and just did like oh, chat gpt yeah. give yeah, yeah, me yeah. a list of ultralight gear but it's all wrong gear or something like just right. like in like chat tell us a story about someone you know so, so it, it was really fun so we do goofy stuff I, I really try to cover it all 
So that's mm-hmm. Trail Tales. If you go any podcast app, you'll be able to find it. It's the one with the blue cover. I really need to get a new new artwork for that. That's on the list. That's good. You can, you can read it from a distance. I it's think it's terrible, good. terrible, dude. Yeah. You're, you're too kind. Okay. Um, I'm going to... I'm getting a new one soon. <laughs> Yours is much better. I like it. I still like okay, it. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> designed it myself. Uh, um, yeah. That's even better. That was yeah. free. Let's see. Yeah, our first logo we designed ourselves and uh, we got some really positive feedback. And then I had like a professional come and look at it, like trying to like, you know, tell us how we can improve. Mm-hmm. And they're like, your logo is like the worst <laughs> thing in the world. That's probably and what they were telling like, right. me too. I appreciate your kind <laughs> words about though. And then Instagram at yeah. Kyle Hates Hiking, TikTok at Kyle Hates Hiking. And that's pretty much everything I got, I'm pretty sure. All right, well, Kyle, man, we really appreciate you coming on the show and we hope you can come back on. This has been excellent. Really appreciate your information and uh, just having a lot of fun with uh, all, the, all the nonsense we threw at you or that I threw at you. So um, <laughs> yeah, all right, I'll have all that stuff, like I said, in the show description, all the links on social media. And uh, Kyle, wish you the best, my friend. Yeah, thank you so much. Like this was this was so much fun. You guys you guys got a good thing going here. Yeah, so. appreciate you. So I, I really appreciate the invite. Okay, so you said you had some strong reactions and things we talked about. What, what you got? Strong reactions. You inserted that word, but I, I get, all right. You had some passionate uh, oh reactions. Oh boy, here we go. No, I I, I thought it was just ironic um, that you mentioned my question about yeah. freeze dried meals, uh, starting with starting yeah. with the letter P. And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, let me think about that. Let's see, uh, peak yeah. fuel. And then he's like, ah, oh, I can't think of the other one. And then you're like, oh, you know, packet gourmet. He's like, oh, yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. Okay. And then you're like, you're like verbatim, you're like, yeah, that's a bad question. But what about, and right. then you went into one of your questions. I didn't say bad. I said terrible. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Terrible question. Yeah. And then you were like, what about this question? Like, I had this question. Like, what what trail <laughs> that was in a movie that went thirty degrees left and then we right? Already like, got all the answer. All these details, and then he's like, he's yeah. like, his right answer was like, yeah, I don't know if I would have got that one. That was, I don't know. That's what he said. Play it back. That's what oh he said. He's like, I, yeah, I don't think I would have got that you're one. So funny. That, he's, he's you're so funny. And you're like, everybody yeah. knows what that is. Oh, I love it. I love it. You're so funny. funny. Here's okay. So here was the big complaint about that particular question. Mm. It, you literally just, you know, reiterated the problem with it. Is you just said peak fuel and it's peak refuel, what, whatever. And then Pe- no, no, exactly, exactly. And you're like whatever. I am whatever. And so I just was as a side note. I said, by the way, it's called peak refuel. And you said, well, let's not get ticky tack here, right? But then later in the trivia, you got super ticky tack, which is why people had a problem. Oh, so it's my fault that I had a question that was pretty direct, whereas yours was like yeah. including like eighty details about a trail. When it comes to trivia, it's always your fault, Derek. Mm-hmm. Let's be yeah, honest. Okay. Well, we yeah. saw the Apple reviews, and who's uh, more fun with the trivia, me or you? Okay. Uh, well, let's let's talk about the trivia for a second because okay. Kyle actually was yeah. really excited by the concept of trivia. He was yeah, he wanted to do in coming on our trivia game show. Right. I yeah, we have to figure out if we can pull something like that off because we did. So that was our first round release as a regular episode, and compared to you know, episodes that were released before and after it, it did like a little bit below average. Mm. So I don't know if that's really encouraging us to do another one of these episodes. What do you think? Well, like you said, if we did like a celebrity Mooch's Mayhem with all these big shots with, you know, six six figure subscribers and all these things, whatever you want to call it. I think it could be good. Right. I think it could be good. I mean, a, oh yeah, I'll bring my I'll bring my patented original trivia, and uh, okay. you can do whatever you do. I would love to do. I just think the logistical nightmare behind that. We have a hard time is. getting. That's you. the hardest part. You weren't even able to interview him this time. So what's no. going to make you able to, you know, be part of like three people's schedules? That is a challenge. Yeah, we've had we've had some. Uh, 
children issues over here, so it's been it's been challenging for me. You have had a big week, so a couple weeks. We won't. We'll, we'll kind of. But even so, even so, it's going to be hard even to have them schedule among themselves. Mm. I'm not saying it's not not possible, but it's that that's the hardest part, though. We'll maybe try. Is like a promise. Slim effort. <laughs> you could just give out a specific date, time, and see who's who's on board. Yeah, and just go with it. All you need it's, is like, like two, three, three. We need th- it's helpful. You need three. three. You need three. Yeah. Okay. For sure. All right. So one thing that's interesting that that was your first takeaway. I thought for sure you felt some redemption when he started talking about how people complained to him that their water reservoirs were constantly leaking. Right. Um, right. Okay. Because you have that problem multiple times, right? I've had it a couple times, not multiple. Well, yeah. Sure. Multiples too. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. Uh, yeah. I have. No. I I agree with you guys on the water bottle thing. I've been leaning more toward like sport bottle scenario i mean you you're not you're you're like uh ignorant i guess to the to the uh plastic quality on the bottom of the bottle and the triangle that i had, I had mm. explained to you the recyclability number and all that stuff so that's yeah. all you um but i i am somewhere i want a little bit better quality of a bottle so the sports bottle seems to do better but yeah the okay. bladder is kind of eh for me now even though i have like i feel like gotcha. a good one i don't i don't really want to bring it all right so so you're on board with that. I'm on board with that. What other reactions do you have? That I, well, I, I just I just thought you guys kind of, I mean, you guys, I mean, it was great. You guys, for a while, I'm like, oh, they're really sweet. And then it was like, you were nice really to each sweet. other. You guys were like nice to each other. You're all agreeing with each other. And then it was like old married couple. You went like old married couple mm, mode. And what? I was like, yeah, you kind of. Okay, which part? Okay, well, there's, well, one was like, you know, you guys were, you guys both kind of sounded like, two old men kind of griping about the littlest dumbest things about like <laughs> you know like why do you do this and what about when you that that bite valve will a hundred percent hit the dirt when you blah, blah, blah. i'm like oh my gosh again with the bite valve and then it was like and then he's over here like you know what i hate it when people put their hands through the loops of the trekking poles the wrong way like i think i do it the right way i think I, he doesn't even know if he does it the right way i think i do it the right oh, way but i'm like i yeah. and he's like i feel naked if it's not in the loop i'm like you guys yeah it was it was pretty funny so we were yeah but they were not complaining to each other like we were complaining no you're just griping to each other yeah you're like two guys at the coffee shop just going at yeah. it and, and at the end of it i was like carl why don't you everything seems to bother you guys why don't you guys just hike naked <laughs> don't bring anything and then you know like yeah. nothing will bother i don't know it's just it's, i mean it's the show's kyle hates hiking we're having kind of a like in good spirit, a hater show, I suppose, right? Is that so? Aren't we kind of on brand? I'll here? say it was on point. I'll say that. That's, right. that's true. Right. That is a true thing. Yeah. And, and that's not what his channel is all about, just to clarify. We just happened to agree on a lot of things. And I just picked out things mm-hmm. that I thought were mm-hmm. interesting. So, okay, for example, I picked out the fact that, he, like, he, this, our big disagreement was he, I guess, has people that are planning for the bigger hikes and they're stressing out or they're really about the gear. worried about oh, yeah, yeah, their yeah, gear. Yeah, yeah. And so and this is not this is not a problem that we've had at all. No. So this is the one area that I wasn't griping about. True. Like, like whose side are you on on this one? Well, I mean, we don't. Well, we you don't really care about that. You know, like if they're griping about it, what do you what do you like? What's your no? Question? I just I just haven't seen this be a problem before. He might get more feedback. Honestly, you get more feedback, direct feedback on YouTube than you do as a, as a podcast. So he he yeah. would have more access to feedback yeah. and stuff. So. Yeah. I mean, maybe his listeners are just more direct and worry wardish than ours i don't know okay. i mean well yeah. what, what are you going to do if you get all these questions are you going to find it entertaining to get out that much feedback in general and are you going to answer all those questions because you love- i've had some people ask questions i mean just recently like specific gear questions which is fine yeah but i don't know that i wouldn't i wouldn't describe them as like stressed out or you know maybe that I, was i mean was it an over exaggeration you think I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I just thought it was interesting. And so 
I just think that, you know what, like in all walks of life, you for sure you can find people that are stressed out about you know big things little things all yeah, things yeah or some people are stressed out no matter what it is right they're just like freaked out about it and you're just like calm full, down full of anxiety constantly and these I guess are not typically the people that we're going to be going backpacking with and these are probably not typically the people that are going to be interested in the same things we are on this podcast so right right, right, right. it could be that yeah. I don't know. I would, I would agree with that, actually. Um, yeah. So okay. I thought you guys, I thought you, my last takeaway was like, I thought you guys could probably start your own like side podcast and just call mm. it like, you could call it like the cult connection podcast. You know, like <laughs> you guys are like all about these cults. And I'm like, oh my gosh, with this cult stuff. It was so, it was just hilarious. Um, We probably, yeah, we probably could, but. I don't, I mean, he's doing just fine on his own. So I don't think he wants another voice in the mix. I mean, that was, that was pretty extreme. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Yeah. I definitely want to have him back on though. And yeah. I mean, maybe if there's like a week that you can't make it, like, sh- should he be a co-host? I don't, I don't know. What was your vibe with that? Could he fill yeah. in if I'm gone? Okay. I mean, there's a lot of folks that I would love to fill in with, but I mean, you're number one draft pick. So I, it, thanks. it's, it's kind of like, you know, when, when all things, are hitting the fan, so to speak, and we have no other option. That's when co-host happens. That's true. But That's true. So I prefer not to have co-host. But let's be honest, man. Your life is chaos at times, and so things are going to hit the fan. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he seemed like a really right. good vibe guy, so I would say. I guess I'm kind of asking for your blessing on that. Is that? I trust your discernment. Like, uh, with uh, him, yeah, I got, the, I got a good vibe from him, though. Him, right. him and probably like one or two other people. Oh, okay. Well, you got to share. Who else are we talking about here? Well, no, I'm going nameless. That's off camera. Oh, okay. That's off camera. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah, that's off camera. I want to know. All right. That's off camera. It's got to be villain Jesse. He's got to be one of the guys, right? Uh, it's off camera. I'm going to say off camera. Uh, okay. Put me on pressure here. What about Rocky? Uh, you just keep <laughs> just like beating like a dead. Right. The horse is dead. The horse is dead. It is. Okay, last last takeaway I had was, uh, so you mentioned the cult. We talked briefly yep. about, maybe not briefly, but we t- talked about like one of the scary Vermont towns that he was in where people are trying to sell him like stolen iPads. And I guess my question is like, are you afraid of the Appalachian Trail now after the, those stories? The cult stories, I'm like, geez, am I going to like and the, the crime and kind of, yeah. I'm like, I didn't know there was like cults living up there, like they're going to approach yeah. me and suck me into their weird, you know, ways or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't want your pancakes if it's going to make me stay and like, you know, I don't know what they do up there. You're not but, eating cult pancakes, basically. No, I'm not going to eat right. cult pancakes. I'm not either. I'm staying away from that. So I, I would rather have. pay and not. I would, I would rather filter your water for life than go eat cold pancakes. Okay, storm out. Storm out with that. So, like I mentioned before, Kyle has some really interesting videos, really interesting video topics. He's he actually does, at least for me, hit a nerve with some of the stuff that he's putting out there. Right. Uh, that being said, he's not family friendly. So his videos, uh, I th- I mean, it's just, it's just language. That's all I found. It's not that he's like you know showing inappropriate things. It's just language. So if you want to check out his channel, just kind of be aware and maybe not with the kids around. And yeah, so Kyle hates hiking, and we'll have the links in the show description. I've got 90s cult classic trivia, cult classic, coming up after this. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. 
Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Are you looking to be less sore, a stronger climber, or simply faster on the trail? Then check out the Training for Trekking podcast. These bite-sized episodes are full of excellent information that can improve your trail performance. He's specially trained in sports science and strength and conditioning to get your body in the right shape and prepared for adventure. Check out the Training for Trekking podcast wherever you get your podcast. So this 90s cult classic trivia is brought to us by Vaclus Gear. Let's be honest. Back sweat really dampens our spirits. Not only is it uncomfortable and potentially dangerous, it's gross to look at. Good thing the Vaclus Cool Drive Backpack Airflow Frame can solve this problem. This game-changing solution fits all packs between 18 and 65 liters to give you the airflow you need to stay drier. Check it out at VaclusGear.com. And thank you for sponsoring this cult classic trivia. I've got three questions for you, Derek. I am ready for all three. Okay. So this is like movie, cult classic movies, just to, just to clarify. Okay. All right? Yep. None of these are multiple choice. Oh, jeez. But I feel like they're all easy. I don't know. Did you watch a lot of movies in the 90s? Goonies, number one answer. That's 80s. Oh, that's 80s. That is 80s. That, that was the first time when I thought of when I thought of oh. cult classic. That's funny. Yeah, I, I guess I'll find out. I feel like I'm 80s would be better, but okay, let's go I 90s. Think you're gonna, you're gonna, you might miss one and then get really mad, but I think you're gonna end up with two out of three. So we'll see. I, I feel I'm like I'd be better at 80s. I'm telling you to calm down ahead of time. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Number one, Bruce Willis. Is this the hard one first? Maybe. Is it Die Hard? Die Hard is not a cult classic. It's like a big time <laughs> what are you movie. Talking about? Okay, is that your answer? All right, go ahead. Go with Die Hard. No, okay. no, no. Number one, Bruce Willis is a time traveler who has witnessed his own death as a kid and eventually ends up Ooh. in a mental institution. Oh, um, okay. This is like a super weird movie. I actually liked it at the time. I don't know about now. I know this one. I know this one. Yeah. Uh, this is. Is this like ten years ago or something? 12 years? Your question, no, this is, 90s, is your question 90s, is the 1990s 10 years ago? The answer is 90s, no. 90s. <laughs> um, I, oh, I don't, 90, it was in the, okay, no, it's coming back. I'm just All thinking, right. I'm just like, is, I want to say it was like the monkey one. Not, not, not the Brad, no, the Brad Pitt one. 12 monkeys. 12 monkeys. Good yes. job. You figured it out. That is correct. Right. Did you All like right. the movie? Yeah, it was okay. Okay. It's, kinda it's just weird. I thought it was just weird. And at the time, I liked weird stuff. So I guess it's still kind of like weird stuff, too. But it makes sense. It makes sense. All right. So that I think that was the hardest one, to be honest. Uh, number Ooh, two, Kevin good. Bacon jumps oh, from rock boy. to rock to avoid ground monsters. Oh, that's uh, Tremors. Tremors. There you go. I thought Cult you were going to go with the River Wild. Ah, uh, that is 90s. That is oh. 90s. That is 90s. That's a good, I actually like that one. That was a good one. That was a Meryl Streep. That yeah. was a good movie. That was a good movie. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. And number three is pretty Captain Obvious. Brad Pitt beats himself up to impress dudes. <laughs> Fight Club? Fight Club. Dude, you know your I stuff, know man. Cold classic. Not going to throw you off. Worked in here. Right. Okay. 
All right, I got I just I got one major tidbit, but it's kind of it's it's a biggie, kind of a biggie. Oh, all right, you ready? Yeah. All right. Sure. So we got a reaction from Jason. We have a lot of Jasons that uh, have reactions that are in on the show. Yeah, a lot of reactions too. I don't know where this Jason's from, but anyway, um, he so I I actually forwarded this one to you, so you should be prepped to kind of talk about this one. Okay. So he said he was interested in joining us on a Patreon trip, but it would feel too much like paying to have friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes on to further describe how that's the case, but it's, I don't know, I don't want to use some of the words there. What do you think about that? Mm, I mean, I, what do I think about the pain to have friends? I mean, I don't, I don't know if I, I would look at it that way. Okay. I think it's like, if we went to go do something like you're, you're going to do something that you, you know, obviously I think, you know, we have a lot of people that want to go, so we have to like find a way to limit it. So charging is, is probably one of the ways to do that. But like if we're going to go do something with other people, we don't really know. Like, well, we're going to go hike some famous peak or whatever. Like you're going to pay to go. Like, because right. you want that experience. Like if and, I'm not, and, you're, and if you're going to pay to go and if you're going to pay a guide, you're going to pay a lot of stinking money, like over a thousand dollars. Yeah. Or yeah. Something crazy like that. Yeah. You're going to yeah. pay money for that. So are you paying to go have friends with you? Not really. I think you're going to have the experience. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, we're part of okay. that experience, I guess. We we're part of the package. All right. Is that is that weird to say? That's that's okay. Yeah. We're part of the package. So <laughs> it's it, kind of weird to say. Is it worth it to see Carl complain on a trip? <laughs> is really the question you need to ask. Oh my gosh. And funny. it is. It is. The yeah. answer is yes. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I guess when I think of, of paying to have friends, I think of like the stereotypical That's what I do, you guys. I pay to be his friend. That's, yeah. That's what yeah, I do. Well, You're not fair. doing that. I'm doing that. Right. I think of just like sororities, fraternities kind of stuff. And if any of you are oh, out there okay. involved in one of those, like that's the stereotypical pay to have friends. And that costs a lot of money. It does. And then also if it's people that are going on, like we're not providing guided trips. I, I call them semi-guided trips. And so I don't think that going on a semi-guided trip for $5 a month is paying to have friends. Um, a lot of folks happen to have made friends as part of the trips. In fact, most people that have come have actually like – created some pretty strong connections with at least one person on the trip, if not more. But I don't think that's like, that was their intention in the first place. But you're paying, I mean, you're paying for the content. Yeah. Mainly, right? Exactly. You're paying for the content. The trip is like a bonus thing we decide just to do. Yeah, bonus episodes. So. We got the ad-free episodes. And then the Patreon trip, yeah, it's like an extra thing for sure. So right. I didn't really like that, to be honest. I thought it's not really a good analogy. And if you view it that way, then I understand not joining Patreon. Like, certainly... We like we're already sold out for our not sold out, but like our signups are full for our August trip, um, right. which is you know months away still. So I totally I, I get the hesitation, but I think a lot of people like. I mean, I know one guy's like I just like the ad free episodes. Like that alone is worth worthwhile. But yeah, but five bucks a month, man. Like I don't think you're paying to have friends at five bucks a month. That's not very much no, money. <laughs> I mean, you're doing that for all kinds of things. Right. You know, I mean, maybe and if people you're not meeting the Apple TV people, you're not meeting the Spotify people, right? right? You're just happening to be meeting us if we go on a trip with you. So yeah, kind of a bonus. Yeah, you know? and some of the other guys like maybe, Rocky and you know uh, other characters and like Rocky and Mike yeah. and stuff. I, I just we have never gotten feedback like that, so I feel like it was worth talking about. He had another comment that I thought was really interesting oh, okay. too. This oh, yeah. one. He said, um, he, like he's, he likes a lot of the stuff we do in terms of like, I think Rocky mentioned like the billion mile backpacking trip <laughs> in one of his MP3s. He's like, I want in on that. So I thought that was funny, but he said, I think the Nalgene bottle has just one benefit Ooh. and this is really creative without it. We would have no reference for the size that other pack items can compress mm. to, you know, how it seems like everything folds to down size. to about yeah, the size that's true. Yeah, about the Nalgene well, bottle. Yeah. yeah. 
That's well true. done. Well done on that one, Jason. I like that I like comment. That. So anyway, hey, we appreciate you listening. Appreciate you supporting us. In that same comment, he did complain about the fact that he's caught up on all the episodes, which is super nice Whoa. of him. And as a result, he has to add a week, a week between the episodes. But again, you don't because we got a bunch of bonus ones that's on true. Patreon. So that's, that's true. To you. Five bucks a month. Boom. Really, like his comment about the Patreon trips was just like a backwards way of me sharing about Patreon. Did you see how I did that? I think you, you that was creative, yeah. I guess. Um, but are you just bitter about the comment? Or are you okay with it? Um, you process you process through it. Maybe I'm a little bitter about the comment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know. Couldn't I don't tell. ever want to be accused of like Couldn't setting tell. up a structure where people are paying to be my friend. Or you, why do you? You don't need to defend yourself. It's no, like, I'm just telling it's you why I'm bitter it's about it. I mean, I, I'm just explaining. I'm not defending myself. <laughs> Why you're a bit okay? My bad. You're just bitter, not the. Well, okay. Guy. What if I accuse you of like Derek? Like your your game nights, like where you got to pay an entry fee. Aren't I just like paying to have friends? Like I don't think that's appropriate, Derek. Like you'd probably be a little bothered by that, right? No, I wouldn't, because I'd be like, "Well, am I yes, feeding you? Would. Am I getting <laughs> yes, you? Yes, pe- you would. Pre- am I getting you pizza unlimited for five bucks? Absolutely. Uh, it, yeah, I know. There's a lot of things you're giving me, but if I make the accusation and the accusation, whether it's like good, true, or not, like it's still gonna bother mm. you a little bit. No, I think I would just right. think you're kind of. I just think you're kind of ignorant. You know, you're like, just like oh, I'm just look. not going to invite you then. You I'm don't like, get to look. Come to uh, if that's how you're taking free pizza and games, uh, you know, uh, that's on you. Have fun. Yeah, don't. Come. I don't think so. That, my friend, is all I got. That's all I got, guys. We will see you next time. Uh, if you want to be harassed, this guy will do it for you. We'll see you next time. Okay, so, yeah, there's, you know, we were talking about cults and uh, just the absurdity of the cults and blah, blah, blah. But Carl's like smack. I'm not going to do a cult, but he has a cult. And I, I'm going to sh- I'm going to peel back the curtain on this one and, and let you guys in on something I've known for years, decades. There's a cult and uh, it's it's called um, it's called Bladder Buddies. And I know you're thinking like, hey, we're going to help each other go to the bathroom. No, no, it's nothing like that. It's it's all about he sucks you in and get, makes you feel guilty to be part of his bladder buddy cult so that you will filter his water. You'd think with four of us spread out on a tiny island that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.